they're based off real people in my mind. And I'm like, this is how fast they talk. They're that yeah. witty. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the pod. I am Christina. I'm Mo. And we're doing a little special episode for Thanksgiving week. We're hitting the Gilmore Girls again. Oh, yeah, we are. I mean, it is the definitive fall show. If you're not rewatching it right now, I don't know what you're doing. I guess Mm -hmm. technically it's like, at least here, it's very much winter. But I have been watching (laughs) since September 1st. So... Yeah, we just wanted to do another Gilmore Girls episode. You guys loved the last one that we did. And of course, we had to bring back the one and only Jacques from Seeking Derangements. Yes, Jacques is a scholar of sorts, as you'll hear in the episode. And um, we really had like a blast with this one. We kind of just like ran with it. Yeah. And it's just time. It's prime Jess Mariano time in Stars Hollow. So like, how can you not enjoy it? Yes. And before we dive in, we just want to remind you about our Patreon. This month we did Juno. It was so much fun. We had so much to say. Mm -hmm. And it was a first time watch for both of us. So it was really great to finally do it. So if you want to listen to our Juno episode, you can subscribe to us on Patreon. It's $5 a month. You get a bonus episode every month that is picked and voted for by the patrons, plus a ton of other perks. So definitely check it out. Yes. We're thankful for you this holiday season. And with that being said, let's just bop right over to Stars Hollow, baby. Let's do it. Welcome, welcome to Movies That Raised Us. <laughs> Featuring Mo and, Christ- and Christina. <laughs> Starring Shock. Yes. I'm a Gilmore Girls scientist, and I'm here mm-hmm. to yeah. break down the facts. A professor at the university. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to teach at Yale, let alone Gilmore Girls. That would be such a cool class. Oh, absolutely. I feel like yeah. a, t- a class could definitely exist on the show. There is simply so much to talk about. It ended how many years ago? And we are still talking about it. Very much so. Like, po- podcasts exist singularly to talk mm-hmm. about the show. There are two major TV shows. It is Gilmore Girls and it is The Sopranos. I, okay, good. I was like, the second one better be The Sopranos. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've seen Gilmore Girls nine times, all of the series included, and I've yeah. seen Sopranos 18 times. So- Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's the You're, dedication. That's like the scholarly input. I'm like, like <laughs> you're studying. Let- Let me tell you about Bobby Baklava. Everybody drop us a DM if you want a Sopranos episode. Personally, I've never seen it, but there's got to be some overlap with listeners who love this podcast and the Sopranos. That would be so wild. Also, though, I'm a little I'm a little like curious if your audience would like that. I am, too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So let us know. Give us a little feedback. Listeners, just give us a let know. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So in case you haven't guessed by the title of this episode, today we are doing another Gilmore Girls episode. We are doing a deep fried Korean Thanksgiving. Season three, episode nine, a classic. Yeah, we're right, you know, in Jess territory, which is where we like to be. So the best territory. Uh, uh, Dean matters nothing. 
compared <laughs> to Jess. Agree. If you if you choose Dean, you don't respect women. It's true. And, and I'm worried about you. I didn't say it. Yeah. I didn't say it. He's like the ultimate <laughs> He's the he's the ultimate misogynist. He wants Rory to be cooking in the kitchen, making sandwiches. There's a whole like, episode about it where she dresses up like a 60s housewife. That always sent yeah. me, but uh, <laughs> it's Connecticut. Yeah. And he even makes a little appearance at the end of this one. We just can't get rid of yeah. him, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. We see him twice in this episode. He's a little, mm-hmm. he's a little rascal. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I guess... Where this takes place in the season is, you know, it's post Jess and Rory. They've gotten together. And what happened right before this was the whole visit to Yale where Richard, like, ambushed Rory with an interview with the dean. And so there's some tension. She's like, if you had just told me, I would have done it Mm -hmm. because I would have done it for you. But I would have done it on my terms. Uh, I would have been prepared. That was a great that was a great little reminisce. (laughs) (laughs) Also, this episode, like the Dance Marathon episode, was directed by Kenny Ortega. The man, the myth, the legend. What else can you ask for? Yeah. What else has he done? He's directed all of my favorite Gilmore Girls episodes. He also directed all of High School Musical. He choreographed Dirty Dancing and yes. Xanadu. Um, I like literally Xanadu. did a deep dive on his entire <laughs> filmography last night. He also choreographed like Gloria. You did Sefford. that last night. Well, yeah, I just was like, <laughs> let me, You're always let up me look stuff a little and, further. They, must, Ortega. they okay. must have extra time in Canada. It must yeah, be a we full actually got out. we actually got two extra hours last night um, that oh, nobody yeah. else had, which I spent on Kenny Ortega. Just because you guys are nice, <laughs> um, they were like, "You're so nice. Here's some, some extra time." Well, no, they, they, it's a it's an annual thing called the Maple Hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, around Thanksgiving time, they add a, an extra mm-hmm. two day hours. Exactly. So they- it's it's uh it's what we deserve. But <laughs> yeah, he's choreographed. Tours like Gloria Estefan, Cher, Michael Jackson, Miley Cyrus, uh, Hannah mm-hmm. Montana, Miley Cyrus tour. And he's obviously directed like all the high school musicals. He directed Hocus Pocus. He directed. Yeah, um, I've never that. seen Hocus Pocus or the high school musicals, which I feel like is pretty oh wild. God. Hocus Pocus, I don't care about as much, but high school musical. I do. Cut that out of the intro. People are going to come for us. <laughs> I like Hi- Hocus yeah. Pocus, but it's it doesn't hold the same weight for me as High School Musical does, which like fundamentally changed me as a person, as a child. For sure. So I recommend giving him a watch. I'm going to give it a try. I've just, I don't know. I've always been frightened of High School Musical because it looks too polished. Oh, don't, don't be. It's, uh, it's crazy. The only it's so crazy. really like polished one is the third one because that one had a theatrical release. But the first two were just Disney TV Channel movie. movies. So, mm. yeah. The second one is the definition of camp. Like, if, you, yeah. if you're if you looking to see a campy-ass movie musical. I see clips from it all one. the time on Twitter where people are making, like, jokes. and You got to get know, in on the joke. You got to see what it's all about. Get in on the joke and then secretly love it. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or it openly. Won't be a, I openly yeah, love yeah. it. It won't be a secret. <laughs> Um, well, uh, Kenny Ortega, take us away. Let's get into it. (laughs) 
so the opening of the the episode, we see a little Lorelai and Rory moment on the couch. They are watching Grey Gardens, and I gotta say personally, like I had no idea what Grey Gardens was or who really Big Edie, Little Edie were until I watched the show. Because like, yeah, I mean, I'm not American. I have no idea. <laughs> but but yes, Grey Gardens is like a documentary about. The Edies, who are related to Jackie Kennedy, I believe. They're yeah. former, two formerly rich women who yes. live in destitute now and uh, are constantly trying to just showboat for documenters uh, in their disheveled abode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also a musical <laughs> about them, Grey Gardens, the musical. And um, yeah, they just kind of talk about how, like, wacky these women are and how like the kennedys hid them and lorelei says that there's something really beautiful about them they were cool and free and rory's like yeah and they were memorable too and they had each other and lorelei's like yeah add a few years and they're us or we're them and like (laughs) that realization really sinks in and they're like oh god (laughs) <laughs> they make this incredible expression on their face that yeah. fades yeah. into the and fades into black, and then the theme song starts, which is a great way. Uh, to I love a up. fade into black theme song intro. They simply don't do it anymore. They don't do it anymore, and it's fucking stupid. It's an old world tradition. Yeah, I want to also yeah. say, I want to also really quickly mention there is a Grey Gardens movie um, where. I believe Jessica Lang and Drew Barrymore play <gasps> Evie. Whoa. Okay. I just gotta... got chills upon hearing yeah. that. <laughs> it's wild. All right. I'm going to watch that immediately. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely Drew Barrymore. I could be wrong about Jessica Lang. I've been kind of watching America. That'd be Horror fucking again, amazing. But... Okay. Well, let's get yeah. it. <laughs> we get the iconic theme song. And then we head over to the Independence Inn. Okay, wait. I got to stop you right there to throw in <laughs> one tiny fact. Okay. The theme song is actually um, Carly. Uh, oh, she did Tapestry. Oh, my God. I'm having a mind blank. It's her daughter. Car- Aunt- Carol King. Yeah. Carol King did the theme song. Mm. And the theme song is sung with her daughter. Oh. In the, uh, in the spirit of the show. I actually didn't know that. That's very cool. Okay, That's sorry. So beautiful. Had to, had to throw that little. Oh, <laughs> as as our resident scientists, we gotta get these little fun facts. In yeah, there. we gotta get the facts in. Mm-hmm. So, in, at the Independence Inn, for a second, I I think I wrote Dragonfly, and I was like, "This is pre Yale, bitch. Yeah. It's the Independence Inn. <laughs> that shit hasn't burnt to the ground yet." <laughs> that detail just brings me back so quickly. Mm, yeah. yeah. So Suki is in panic mode. We got a young Melissa McCarthy. She's like in her comedy prime, in my opinion. She's not doing overdone like campy comedy. She's just funny. Mm -hmm. And she's like freaking out because she needs to get the kitchen ready for tomorrow. And uh, she's just going around freaking out. Lorelai comes in and she's like, hey, hey, queen, uh, what's going on here? And Suki's like, you know, Bob's never covered a Thanksgiving before. If they fuck up the food, I'll be associated with it. And she makes a reference to like a news anchor who, when they're not there, like they still say, yeah, oh, like Dan and now Rather. The Dan yeah. Rather, yeah. And uh, Suki starts rooting around in the garbage and like takes out celery tops. And she's like, these are perfectly good celery tops. Lorelai's like, Suki, drop babe, them. babe, can you <laughs> drop those? Drop those in the garbage right now. 
listen to me. And she stands in front of her and like tries to give her a pep talk, but Suki just says, Hi, Emily. And Lorelai's, okay, that's that's not funny. Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, my good friend Joseph so- Stalin. But then Emily's like, Hello, Lorelai. And Lorelai's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Is the shit scared out of her? Emily pulls Lorelai aside because Laura has been dodging her phone calls after the big Yale incident. Mm. And she's been feeling well since she skipped the past two Friday night's dinners, even though she's been telling like Emily constantly that she's sick. And she's yeah. she immediately starts going, Oh, I think I'm feeling it again. It's just the makeup is so good. It hides it. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Okay, beauty technique. Um, Laura avoids the question, and Emily uh, says if she feels better, then she has to come to dinner tomorrow night, which, you know, if you know the show, there's an outstanding deal between uh, Lorelai and the grandparents and Rory all to go to dinner every night together for all major holidays in exchange for tuition. This is correct, right? This is going on at this it, time. Yeah, it's every, every Friday, Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So Lorelai cannot avoid this anymore. And she's used all of her excuses. And Emily does that kind of thing where she's like, You're coming, right? Because I mean, there's no absolute way that you have uh gotten past this. <laughs> yeah. uh, again, you're not gonna lie. Um, then Lorelai tries to say she has plans, but Emily tells her to alter them. She says it so coldly. She's like, alter them. Do it. Terrifying. <laughs> Especially since they're all going to be gone all of December, which, what are you doing in all of December that you have to leave? She's no like, we'll leave. be out of town. I'm like, where? To where? Yeah. Also, are they s- are fully in the rest of the show. Like, oh, the rest yeah. of the season. <laughs> I, I, I guess we're to suppose it happens after Christmas. I mean... Yeah, I guess. Well, the the conversation gets a little tiny bit heated because Lorelai drops that look. I didn't the Yale thing bringing the Rory to the dean. That's not cool. Emily is trying to say, look, that's not my idea. That was your father's. And um, Lorelai is like, okay, absolutely not. This is what y'all do all the time, and like, mm. this is not okay. Now, scene Chilton. <laughs> So we go over to Chilton. Um, everybody's in science class, biochem. I don't know. I guess it would be bio because they're learning about a cell. But the teacher's talking about this cell. Madeline tells like Paris after the class, like, oh, that was so distracting. And Louise and Madeline talk about how everything the teacher said sounded so sexual. And they're like, yeah, reticulum, Golgi body. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> the Golgi body yeah. and the reticulum thing got me so When I bad. realized yeah. how sexualized they made um, – Louise and Madeline yeah. and I'm like the series starts when they're like 15 mm-hmm. years old. And they're like look at these sluts in this school and it's like relax yeah. these are children. Okay but like yeah they are children I agree but like they they are sluts. <laughs> I guess it's, it's yeah, historically no. accurate you know. I was like when I saw that I was like I aspire to be these girls. Yeah especially like Louise is like the cool one. Madeline is kind of the stupid She's one. She's kind of ditzy. She's yeah. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Louise goes on Love to them. be in uh, Veronica Mars, if you did oh. not know. Ah, okay. little side note. So Rory comes in, quickly changes the topic, and asks what everybody is doing for Thanksgiving. And Paris is like, I can't even talk about it. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Louise says that she is going to have dinner with her father. 
uh, who is in prison, but they made like a large donation. I think they bought the prison treadmills. And for that, they managed to get like a little trailer in the parking lot where they can have dinner for two hours. Then it's the Manson sisters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that was. And then they. The Manson girls. Yeah. And then they comment that you're lucky you have the trailer in that order and not the Manson girls before. (laughs) Yeah. The conjugal visit of a Manson girl is. Insane. That's not something I want to ever know about. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, God. Yeah. So Paris also talks about how she had wanted to volunteer at a soup kitchen, but they're all full. She's on a couple of wait lists, but it doesn't look good. And she's like, who are all these jackasses who are volunteering? Like, I need this for my college application, people. Yeah, what are they getting out of it? Yeah, a a good deed, please. (laughs) So they all start heading out for the weekend, but Paris stops Rory to tell her that Harvard is going to know that she didn't reach out soon enough and that she has bad organizational skills. And before Rory leaves, she's like, by the way, like, you know, I'm doing this all for the good of humanity, right? Like, sometimes I don't think it comes off that way. And Rory's like, (laughs) yeah, totally. (laughs) I love the constant fear and paranoia that Paris lives in to get into her college dreams. Oh, it's insane. And it all leads to that incredible breakdown. Nervous breakdown. Oh, I love that Mm -hmm. breakdown. Mm -hmm. She's an incredible actress, honestly. She is. Yeah, I I wish I I had seen her in more. Yeah, I don't know if we talked about it in the last episode, but she initially auditioned for Rory, but she wasn't quite the right fit. And they created Paris for her because she's so talented. That's I mean, honestly, every single actor and actress in this show exudes talent. Absolutely. Yeah. She was also in How to Get Away with Murder, and she was really good in that, too. So. Oh, I should watch that. How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of Women Kill. I mean... Not far off, but no. How to Get Away with Murder is the Viola Davis show with the iconic line where her husband walks into the room and she goes, why is your penis on a dead girl's phone? Which is one of the most insane lines <laughs> oh, ever written. My, I absolutely have to see this show now. What the hell? It seems much better than Why Women Kill. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a crazy show. I never finished it, but that line, like... Took my breath away. That's crazy. When I watched it the first time. My God. Okay, well, side note, really quick side note. I was watching Law & Order uh, Organized Crime recently, and there's a scene where Elliot Stabler, Christopher Maloney's character, Mm -hmm. sends a uh, shirtless picture saying, hey, what's up? And it's like a flirty kind of like whatever (laughs) picture. He's sending it to this other guy's wife because he's infiltrating a gang. And um, it's so fucking hysterical. (laughs) Y'all just have to see the picture. (laughs) Yeah. Reminds me of that. It's like, why why is this in here? Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry to interrupt. Mo, take take it away, Mo. (laughs) So we go to Stars Hollow, the cozy little town supposedly rumored to be um, a town that's right next to my hometown called Wallingford. Mm. And they do have like a cute little downtown with a gazebo. Um, I didn't know you were from Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. I'm here right now. Oh, wow. It's an immersive uh, recording. (laughs) Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. It's on location. Oh, fancy. Hello. (laughs) I could make one of those TikToks. It's like, I went to the town that Stars Hollow is based on, but I'd be like, yeah, this is like the smoke shop. Here's like my friend's house. Like I would yeah. die to go there. 
Same reason <laughs> I'd die to go to New Jersey. I would die to go to New Jersey because I don't want to go to New Jersey. It'd be like, kill me before I go to New Jersey. Look, I'll, I'll say I've only... Death by New Jersey. <laughs> I've only been to the Newark airport on 600 milligrams of Delta 9 uh, edibles that I bought at the gas station on the way there. Uh, I made the Uber pull over to a gas station mm. in New York. Uh, well, oh, in New York before crossing the border. <laughs> yeah, and I ate all of that. And then I was like, damn, this is a place I'd really want to be. <laughs> then the next day, I called my uh, manager at the time for New York and told him, I, Jack, I don't know what happened last night, but I woke up in New Jersey behind... Uh, the pork store in Sopranos. I don't know why I'm here. Did you miss your flight? Oh, no. But I did arrive to the airport and had my Prada purse, the giant one. And I was proceeded to start throwing out what looked like a crack pipe and um, a torch for me to do dabs. And a cop walked up behind me and tapped my shoulder. So I was like, oh, I'm for sure in trouble. And he was like, you dropped your wallet. Wow. wow. I was like, oh. You're like, true. you're one of those cool I'm cops. Literally like, okay, <laughs> I'm literally standing above a, a trash can, like throwing paraphernalia away into oh uh, this. And I'm like, just like th- rapidly trying to get all this shit out of my purse. Mm. Thank God I didn't get in trouble. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, Gilmore Girls, <laughs> Connecticut, so, out at home. Rory and Lorelai are walking down the street and Lorelai tells Rory, they're being forced into the Gilmore's Thanksgiving. And Rory's like, so now we got to make it to four dinners. Like we have Lane's house, Suki's. We always stop by Luke's. And now with the Gilmore's, that makes four. And Lorelai's like, well, my parents are not being negotiable. Lane's is always super early, so that'll be easy. Suki's is mid-afternoon. But Luke's, that's the toughie. We'll have to skip it. It's so fucked up. I yeah. know the the person who probably does the most for them mm-hmm. in life. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. The most supportive. Taking him for granted once again. <laughs> but Rory's like, yeah, Luke won't care. The holidays are nothing to him. Then Kirk comes out of the uh, cat club. Is it cat yeah, club or cat? It's the cat okay. club, but it is spelled like Shaw, like the French. Version. Yes, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Oh, you didn't know Two that? French speakers Excuse in the house. Yeah. yeah, I know you're from Louisiana. <laughs> give, give me a break. <laughs> um, so Kirk comes out of the, the cat club with a bunch of bags. And Lorelai is like, oh, did you discover a freaky new fetish? And Kirk is like, she's quick with it. She's so yeah. quick with it. Uh, she always is. How does she do it all the time with these quirky whips? I know. I know. It's because it's scripted television show. No, but, but that's that's how they would be like. That's They're based right. off real people in my mind. And I'm like, this is how fast they talk. They're that yeah. witty. Yeah. They're not like me. It's like like two minutes go by. I'm like, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, th- hey, thought about it. Yeah. I, I, I sound like a dementia patient half of the time or like a... <laughs> Uh, with the, the way I talk, so I can't. You have a processing issue. The computer's broken of my brain. Yeah. <laughs> the zeros and ones are fucked up. <laughs> yeah, there's all there's only one brain cell left, and he's trying so hard. Oh, plus. <laughs> plus that little brain cell's heart. So Kirk is like, 
I bought myself a cat. I'm so excited. And Rory jokes that there must be nothing left in the store. And he's like, uh, they're trying to pull a little joke on Kirk with the way they're talking to him. And Kirk just completely misses it and says, my excitement must be uh, clouding my ability to judge a comedic hyperbole, which was just <laughs> the way he delivers that in his like dead pan. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, Kirk is the only Gilmore Girls character that I've met IRL. I did not get a photo with them. I was devastated. Ugh. But anyway, Kirk actually named the cat Kirk, um, which comes up in conversation because uh, Lorelai has to clarify if he's talking in third person or about the cat. Mm-hmm. Kirk says because he liked the name and whenever he calls Kirk's name, he knows he won't be calling himself. <laughs> But he does go to say that it is confusing because his mom could be calling for cat or the or him. So now his mom has to say cat Kirk or regular Kirk, which is like human Kirk. Excuse me, which just kills me. Mm-hmm. Like human Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we ever even see the mom in the show. Also, no, I don't think no. we ever do. It's one of those characters who are just written in like lane's dad who we don't see until one brief shot in a year in the life where they're like oh yeah she is a dad he's been here the whole time gotta get that knowledge in there so lorelei and rory they head into the diner luke tells them to sit anywhere and then lorelei does this bit where she goes up to a table she's like hey can you guys move (laughs) (laughs) which i always thought was delightful and they end up sitting down at a regular table and Luke is like, oh, you don't even need to order. I already put in your Wednesday usual French dip, extra fries, and cherry pie. Sounds what delicious. What an insane order. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I it love French very- dip <laughs> and fries. And then you have pie for dessert. I'm like, that sounds great. Not all at the same time. I do like the way they say Wednesday cherry pie, which makes mm. me think that it has some kind of special property. Yeah, I would die to eat at Luke's for sure. I think there's a real experience where you can go to a diner that is Luke's now. Oh, I think you went to didn't you go to the Gilmore Girls experience? They like, well, they did when a year in the life came out. They did like all they were like, oh, you can go and get coffees at Luke's. All of these different coffee stores are participating. So I went to one of them. And what it was is that you could buy a coffee at regular price and you get a little Luke's uh, like coffee sleeve on it. And there was a sign that said Luke's diner and a cutout of him. Like pointing his finger and like all of the rules of the diner. And that was what the experience was. Was like we have cardboard cutouts and disposable coffee sleeves. But I did keep it. I would have killed for that. I'm I'm literally looking at the the October two thousand or nineteen US magazine article about the Gilmore Girls holiday tours back. And now you can eat at Pop Tarts in Lorelei's house. I did go to the set. And I did see like all the sets and stuff because they shot it on the Warner Brothers lot. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm reading exactly right now. Whoa. Okay. I did also see there's like this like essentially comic con, but it's for shows Mm -hmm. that they hold every year. And like Gilmore Girls is one of the shows and they have this whole like area of like places that they Mm. set up to be like places in Stars Hollow. Whoa. And I think we should go to that personally. I think we can use our podcast Mm. uh, funds (laughs) to go (laughs) do some research. Yeah. I didn't know y'all were taking all these little Hollywood tours. Well, I mean, I took this like years ago in in like (laughs) 2017 or something. I went to visit my brother in LA and I made him do this 
Warner Brothers lot tour with me just so I could see the Gilmore Girls set. So damn, damn lucky, <laughs> damn lucky for both of those experiences. Yeah. Wasn't it the same set that they used for Pretty Little Pretty Liars? Little Liars, or something? yep. Yep, same I've town, never crazy. seen that, but since we've last talked, I have seen all of the original Gossip Girl <gasps> series. And okay. let me tell you, there is something there. Oh, absolutely. Mo's never seen it, but <laughs> what, seen what, it. Spoiler, what the hell? spoiler alert. We're covering the pilot for the first episode Yeah, <sighs> in January. Oh, my God. Is Y'all are going to have so much fun. Yeah, the pilot is insane. It's actually the most insane music soundtrack. Everything about that show is so fucked the fashion. Up. Yeah, yeah. Like talk <laughs> about fucked up. People try to think say Euphoria is fucked up. That show is like Euphoria on steroids. <laughs> Damn. Okay, people I'm excited. People couldn't handle that in mm-hmm. 2007, and they can't even handle it today. Yeah. Yeah. No, Gossip Girl is incredible. So I'm very excited for Mo to to dip her toes in. Oh my God! We got a Mulder Scully situation going on with you two. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get too too derailed, we are in Luke's diner. <laughs> they they thank him for like you know putting in their order, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I got to get back to stuffing my turkey." And she's like, "Oh honey, do you have time to do that and prep your Thanksgiving food?" Oh my and God! Oh, yeah. I was like, "Oh my God, saucy." Lorelai then has to break the news that she got apprehended by her mom and that they have to go over to the Gilmores for dinner, so they're not going to be able to make it to his dinner. And Luke, devastated. The man is crushed. But on the outside, he's like, okay, yeah, no problem. And then goes into the kitchen. And the girls are like, oh, my God. Did he look sad? Disappointed? Yes. He looked so sad. He was so sad. Of course. Just like ripped his heart out and stomped on it. And they're shocked that he actually likes it when they come for Thanksgiving and all these years they never knew. And I'm like, ladies, it's in the subtext. Read between the lines. They're too busy snacking to be reading in between the lines. I know. Yeah, truly. They're like, hmm, he always just accommodates us every time we come into the diner. Um, (laughs) We've never been for a meal here in the past 12 years. We have millions of dollars in food that we've consumed. Not only that, but he like if that would be like a Karen or like the most intolerant customer mm-hmm. if that was like a regular. No, oh, no one yeah. would no one would like that. You'd be like, oh god. She takes over the she sucks the air out of the fucking diner every time she comes in. <laughs> Yeah, ladies, I don't want to shit talk Lorelai this much. It's kind of getting a little too mean to Lorelai. Let's just let's just say Luke is a beautiful, nice man Mm -hmm. to take care of them like this. Yes, he is. Yeah. So Lorelai gets an idea. She fakes a little phone call, and when Luke comes back, she's like, "Oh, perfect. Yeah, that works out great. Okay, bye now. Guess what, Luke? Just confirm the sketch. We can totally make it. Don't worry about it. All good." Luke is like, no, 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 that's okay. I know you're busy. And Lorelai's, no, no, it's all going to work out fine. Like, that was my mom. It's going to be perfect. And he's like, oh, you don't have to. I already stopped prepping the last turkey. (laughs) And Lorelai's, go prep it again because we're going to be here. So they go back (laughs) and forth. But Lorelai is like, really just finish stuffing the turkey. So Luke leaves and Rory's like, how exactly are we going to eat four Thanksgiving dinners? 
Lorelai's like, this is what we've been training for our whole lives. This is our destiny, our finest hours. And I think Rory is like, we just have to skip the rolls. Yeah, that solves it. <laughs> They're about to like dig into the food that was just put on their tables. And Rory's like, oh, well, maybe we eat less now so we can eat more tomorrow. And they look down at the plates and they're like, that's unnecessary. <laughs> so uh, like Rory and Laurel, I start walking away towards Dosies and are going over their list. How to get flowers for everyone? Cranberry sauce for the Kims, which, by the way, bringing canned cranberry sauce to a elegant Thanksgiving dinner at the Kims is disrespectful. And then, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, come um, on. You could do a little bit more. At, at least, least put, put it, it in a bowl, plate. you know? Yeah. Get them some desserts. I don't know. They would hate that, actually. (laughs) And then Rory suggests that they get Tums, which Lorelai retorts back with calling them amateur pills, which I just was like, (laughs) yes, yes. Um, Yes, queen. So so, uh, basically, Rory can't go into doses because clearly Dean and her just broke up. Mm -hmm. It's too sensitive. And now she's with Jess. So Lorelai goes into Dosies and ends up talking to to Dean. But before that, Rory um, is looking outside at flowers and Jess comes up behind her. And by the way, Jess, if you're not team Jess, Mm -hmm. get the get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Um, stop listening. No, I'm kidding. Stop listening. (laughs) No, but um. Like Jess comes up and starts kissing her, and then uh, Rory gets uh, very shy about it and pulls him down the street past the Dosi's windows mm-hmm. Until and, the alleyway, yeah. bro. and starts yeah and starts, like... starts kissing him again, and he's like, "Why did you just move me? What's up?" And um, he asks, "Is there like a rule of no kissing before noon?" And she explains, "It's too early to kiss him in front of Dosi's, which." She's really talking about in front of Dean. Yeah. And uh, they shouldn't flaunt it, which, like, of course, this just enrages Jess mm. internally, but not like <laughs> very, not not um very outwardly. He says he wants to flaunt it. Dean is a big boy, and it's not the first time a couple's broken up, which is facts, facts, mm. yeah. facts. It's like, also not on. even the first time that Dean and Rory have broken up. It's the second. Oh, yeah. Oh my God, you're spitting. Mister, I'm building you <laughs> a car. Yeah. You don't love me? Well, fuck you then. And then they break up. <laughs> I mean, honestly, don't ever build me a car because I don't have a license. Same. Yeah. Never, <laughs> driven. Never driven. So, um, where would we it go? It is kind of like, oh, I can't even, we're, we would get into such a big conversation, but I, let me just say, kind of fucking crazy that the car was built for her. Yeah. And then she crashed it. And she crashed it with the other boy. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Like, it's not just bad enough that she crashed the car, but she did it with the guy that the boyfriend is uncomfortable about. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, canceled. Okay. Rory Gilmore, you're canceled. Rory Gilmore, so. this is Jacques coming for you. Okay, uh, I'm just kidding. So, um, you know, he's saying that Dean is a big boy and that, you know, not first time a couple's been broken up, so they should be able to flaunt it. And she asked him if they could just not flaunt it until it's comfortable, which is like, come on, Rory. Who gives a fuck about Dean at this point? The car's mm-hmm. crashed. Let's go. <laughs> um, so she asked... 
or finally he asked if that'll be before they're on social security like jess <laughs> retorting back lol uh, lol <laughs> jess <laughs> so funny with this little sass uh she promises they can kiss secretly and he suggests they wear three stooges masses which i did not get the reference necessarily but i'm sure there's something there i wish i had the dvd booklet to read mm. the trivia reference. oh i can get it out oh yeah yeah <laughs> season three episode nine because we i want to know if the three stooges mask is a reference to a movie or something i'm like we're on a really tight recording schedule <laughs> let me go get my season <laughs> okay. three i'm sorry i'm sorry look I, and on, on, when i'm looking at we still got an hour yeah so. yeah we, we're good oh yeah the the gilmore isms Oh, thank you. Yeah, see, this is an essential. So if you own all of the uh, Gilmore Girls on DVDs, you're lucky. But also, if you own them, you'll have the precious knowledge of all the little trivia facts, the Gilmoreisms. We need to we need to move past it because this is like a. I I gotta say this is stupidly organized. It's organized alphabetically instead of by episode. That's fucked up. Mm. I agree. Um, I'm sorry. Something I did glean is that the Banger Sisters is a 2002 film starring Susan Sarandon and Goldie Hawn yeah. as middle-aged former rock groupies. Yes. And uh, do with that what you will. I'm ho- <laughs> I'm hoping you've seen the Banger Sisters because I knew the reference immediately and I was dying. <laughs> it's the one, the only ones I got. Okay. Anyway, finally. Uh, she tells him it'll get better over time. They just need to play it cool. And Jess says something like, "Oh, he, I'm Frank in the at the sands." I'm, yeah. She tells him that's cool, and then kisses him on the cheek. Yeah. So we then cut into Dozy's market, where Lorelai bumps into Kirk. He's got like a giant bandage on his hand, and he says it's just a little scratch, but the thing is huge. And he also has like a ton of disinfectants and like medicines in his basket and kirk says that he and cat kirk are just going through a bit of an adjustment period right now (laughs) and lorelei's like oh did this happen while you were playing and he was like no we actually haven't played yet uh this just happened when i walked into the room without announcing myself (laughs) otherwise he gets (laughs) testy (laughs) that got me and like personally i'm not a cat person because i was attacked by a cat like as a child (gasps) um so i'm like this is my greatest fear and my boyfriend is a cat person and every day he's like we're gonna get a cat and you're gonna love it and i'm like no i'm not i'm not gonna love it matt no being attacked by a cat is your biggest fear not my biggest fear ever, but Clowns. it's definitely a fear. <laughs> wow. It's Whoa. definitely a big one. I just like when their claws go into my clothes, I'm like, I can't breathe. I hear that. I got bit by a dog on the face, <gasps> but I had to get six stitches. They had to sew my lip back together. Oh, my god! Oh, my God. Yeah. So and I, I don't think a cat will ever do that to me. Mm. <laughs> See, I've yeah. never I've always had good experiences with dogs. I've never been attacked. Like I've, I grew up with dogs. They seem to like me most of the time, so I don't know what it is. Cats and I have a little bit of beef, but anyways, Kirk also has like this scratch on his neck because he put Kirk's uh, food bowl down, and that you know also pissed him off. And he also doesn't know if Cat Kirk is a boy or a girl because they haven't exposed themselves to him yet. And Lorelai's like, "Yeah, okay. I hope I hope Kirk does soon." Bye. <laughs> that was such a. Uh, that's just his weird delivery. Mm-hmm. I will say, I did look up 
uh, Frank at the Sands in Gilmoreisms, and it's a movie where uh, oh wait, fuck. Frank Sinatra released a record of a 1966 concert at the Sands Hotel in Las Vegas, backed up by Quincy Jones and Count Bassey. So, whoa, yeah. I want to hear that. That's just a little Gilmoreism for you. That sounds a, an incredible album. Anyways, moving right along. Yeah. <laughs> so Lorelai is still in doses. She spots Dean, and Dean kind of like tries to fucking jet off to another <laughs> aisle, and she says hello. Obviously, the store is too small, yeah. <laughs> right? It's I'm like, how are you getting all your groceries here? Mm-hmm. How is it so well stocked? But she's like, hey, it's good to see you. And he's like, yeah, like you too. But before she leaves, she's like, hey, it's a small town. It makes avoiding people really tough and uncomfortable. I don't want to hide from you. You were a good pal. You were good to Rory and the best first boyfriend a mom could hope for. And I was like, all right. Yeah. I'm just gonna leave it it was an awkward conversation (laughs) it was like unnecessary but Mm -hmm. I guess this is a W show WB show yeah and she's like it's okay to keep avoiding me if you want I just want you to know that you don't have to just because you and Rory broke up doesn't mean we did and I was like all right weird too much (laughs) I gotta just move right along there's too much lore so (laughs) Lorelai goes back to Rory um, to meet up with her outside. Rory has gotten the flowers, and uh, Lorelai's like, I got these chocolate turkeys. And Rory's like, oh, uh, was Dean in there? Uh, How did he seem? And Lorelai's like, he seemed good. He's getting time and a half. And Rory's like, that's good. That's good. So she's clearly interested in what's going on with him, Mm -hmm. but... Yeah. So dumb. Why do you care about her still? I am so confused. I'm like, you wanted Jess for so long. Yeah. And now you're like, how's Dean? Just wanna... Oh, is he good? Ugh. Dean Dean is a weak man to fall for. So yeah. we switch the scene over to the beautiful antique store that is also Lane's family's house. Uh they arrive at the Kim's uh and first give Kim the flowers, cranberry sauce. And then the chocolate turkey where and she in the really serious way immediately asked what she's supposed to do with the chocolate turkey. (laughs) And she tells her that let the kids share it. And Miss Kim asks uh, if she's supposed to send a blank check to their dentist, which is (laughs) so So wild. I know. Oh, drama. The conversation devolves and Mrs. Kim leaves and Rory notices the singing has already begun and they see Mr. Dave Rosalski oh. playing guitar. Who's the actor, by the way? Adam Brody. So hot. I've never seen so the OC. Uh, <laughs> I just started watching. Well, I mean, I'm watching the OC, but I also just started watching uh, Fleischman is in trouble on Hulu. Oh my gosh, he's in that too. Yeah. And he is. He is. He's looking fine. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. So Could you say the the title of whatever you just said? Is that German? <laughs> uh, Fleischman is in trouble. It's oh. it's based off a book. Yeah, we read it. His in name our book is club. Um, Fleischman is in trouble. I'm hearing Fleischman type in trouble. And I'm <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, oh, I'm like, you didn't know I I speak German. <laughs> I'm like, first she's spitting German, then you, you're gonna be spitting Canadian, and I'm just mm. not gonna know. Okay, yeah, so... I learned a new language during Maple Hour. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what the Maple Hour is set aside yeah. for. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so, um, you know. Dave Rosowski's playing that guitar, looking like an angel, like smiling mm-hmm. in that way where you like 
Oh, yeah, like, oh, who's the mate? And they ask uh, Kim how she got Dave here. And uh, she immediately starts ushering the girls away, being like, let's get us some punch. And um, she explains how she basically got Dave to come as a Christian guitar player that she had this whole like plan where she like basically put out a flyer or something and then was like Mm -hmm. mom look this is the christian guitar player we should get him for thanksgiving um lane is so methodical in the way she hides her entire life and everything not just her romance but like her obsession with rock music the whole defining character Mm-hmm. Lorelai asks if they're dating and you know Lane says she's laying the groundwork for that and if Miss Kim approves of him they won't have to lie which is kind of like I mean she's already lying about being in There's the band so with much him lie. Yeah. yeah but I mean it's tough it's like Miss Kim really puts her in that position mm-hmm. anyway I'm almost going to cry for Lane in the relationship Oh, Lane is truly, a hard life, bro. Justice like, for Lane. Really hard life. The way that her storyline ends out is devastating to me. I agree. It didn't make I me agree. happy. A baby with Zach. With he Zach. He's disgusting. Are you fucking joking? I, I, I know. I was like. Bring back Adam Brody. Like, he. She could have ended up with him. He it's like was one of, too busy on, oh, the, on OC. the OC. Uh, it's like one of the hun- it. it's like one of the hundred letters that I've written to Amy before, being like, "I am so angry how you let this turn out. <laughs> this is so fucked up. Mm-hmm. How dare you?" I would rather they send her off the show and be like, "She moved away to live with Dave," than right. do what they did, make her have babies with Zach. But in any case. Lorelai and Rory, they go say hello to the other family members. They go to the food table where Mrs. Kim tells them to try the tofurkey and introduces them to Dave. And they're like, oh, hello. Like, we've never met before. Nice to meet you. And Mrs. Kim then gives Dave this hymn to start playing. Meanwhile, Lorelai grabs some tofurkey and also some napkins that she will very subtly, like, throw it into so she doesn't have to eat any of it. And Lane goes up to her mom and is like, hey, maybe we could, like, take a break from the hymns while we eat because Dave has not gotten a break yet and she's like no his fingers are bleeding Mm -hmm." (laughs) she's like no he's paid to play he'll have to play softly in the background no more singing for now so then um Dave starts to play like the little lick from the man who sold the world it's like a David Bowie song um but then he like switches to a hymn a light him after Mrs. Kim glares at him. <laughs> and just for the reference point, a David Bowie song that was covered by Nirvana on Nirvana yes. Unplugged, which mm-hmm. comes up as a reference later that Dave says about his Kurt Cobain calluses. Mm, there we go. Post Kim's, they're on their way to Suki's and Rory asks Lorelai how she's doing. And we find out Lorelai has eaten all of the tofurkey she took. Because Mrs. Kim was staring at her the whole time. So her plan absolutely backfired and she's full of soy. Yeah. <laughs> um, they get to Suki's. Suki's unwell. Mm-hmm. She points them to this gigantic vat of boiling oil. <laughs> and Lorelai makes this joke about like Quasimodo. And 
she's like, Jackson asked to make the turkey and I thought he would do something simple and he would put it in the oven. I would sneak in and I would stuff the turkey with like a pancetta rosemary yeah, thyme stuffing. stuffing. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my God. But then the propane tank arrived and the industrial burner and the 15 pounds of peanut oil. Oh God. And like we can hear Jackson's family members calling out for him. They're like, Jackson, Jackson, wake you up. <laughs> Suki is like losing her mind and the crowd just begins to chant. They're like, Jackson, Jackson. It's like a wrestler Jackson. coming out. <laughs> yeah. And he comes out just all geared up in an apron in these like industrial rubber gloves with this turkey hanging from some sort of a mechanism like <laughs> that you would like dip down into a vat of oil. Your knowledge of deep frying is so limited and it shows <laughs> that you're so not limited. from Louisiana, but continue. <laughs> you're like, um, uh, hush puppies. Have you heard of them? I'm like, uh, you never fried a turkey, you fucking Yankees. <laughs> I know, literally, it's so true. <sighs> so they count down to 10, and um, it, they're like, yeah, 10, 9, 8, blah, blah, blah. He drops the turkey in. Lorelai tells Suki, at least this will take her mind off the end. Then immediately, Suki spirals and worries what Bob is doing. He's like, what if he's like roasting the fucking deep frying the turkey <laughs> jackson comes over to say hi and gives suki a beer and she's like keep them coming oh she's gonna be drunk later so oh, absolutely so we have some phenomenal drunk acting coming up Ooh, she... there's simply no food at this thanksgiving dinner no they just kind of pop in and say hi yeah, yeah see, that they was, don't eat that one was not a challenge they're lucky mm -hmm. they got out of that one easy yeah so we suddenly go to Luke's, which is, you know, where we all want to be right now. Um, the duo makes their way and uh, to get at, at Luke's and gives him his flower bouquet. Um, what are the neighbors' names? I'm having like a blank oh, um, Babette and Maury. Yeah, Babette and Maury are there also sitting and they're like, ah, hey, she has that voice or whatever. Hey, sugar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love her voice. Hey, sugar, can you give me a pack of cigarettes on the way home? <laughs> Um, yeah. I do feel like if I knew my voice would end up as Babette, I would be like, okay, I can deal with that. Oh, uh, like yeah. I would still smoke. <laughs> you know, it's funny because my voice won't end up just like Babette, but I'm going to look physically exactly like Babette. Probably, oh, <laughs> probably in five years, honestly, at the rate that I'm going. So, um, he asked them what he's supposed to do with this, which begins to this classic, like, uh, argument between Lorelai and him. Like, just get a vase. We bring you these flowers every year. Just get to get a vase. And Luke's like, <laughs> why would I get a vase if I, I don't ever put flowers in here? And, and she's like, no, you just don't get it. <laughs> and, uh, they argue finally until, uh, he reminds them that every year they just put the flowers on the counter and forget to forget the ugliness, which is <laughs> hysterical because honestly, it's a very cute diner. It's not that bad. Um, Lorelai and Rory walk over to their table and notice that crack, uh, crack. <laughs> that cr <laughs> yes, there's crack there. <laughs> there's crack, crack on the table. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> sorry. Okay. Lorelai and Rory notice Kirk is all scratched up. And of course he looks, he looks fucking bad. He looks like yeah. a victim of a crime. And he tells them that there it's over 60% of his body is scratched. Like it's not a burn. He's not a burn victim. 
And Babette tells him, oh, I'm so mad at that cat. <laughs> and, and I love cats. It's hard for me. <laughs> and uh, Kirk is saying something. Yeah, <laughs> which is really saying something. But Kirk explains <laughs> that he got on the floor and tried to play with them. Classic mistake with a cat. You can absolutely never do this. Um, he rolled over like a ball of yarn and cat Kirk tried to garrote him with it. <laughs> I don't know what word. Garrot him, yeah, like strangle him. (laughs) He tried to. Yeah, I had to talk to Phil about that, and he was like, "Oh, you know, like in mob movies, when they have that thin piece of wire, Mm. and then they put it around someone's neck." Yeah, it's piano wire. Strangle them. By the way, oh, mob. Did you rob those stores (laughs) on your block? Look, no, 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 no. I just watch the Sopranos. Cut that out of the I Look, I just I just watch crime. I don't do crime. I'm a <laughs> yeah. I'm an innocent I'm an innocent mm-hmm. person. Um, so where are we? I'm not a criminal. I'm just you know restating one more time. Um, so Kirk explains. Uh, wait, da, 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 da. Rory says that uh, he does have the opposable thumbs and Kirk tells them that he's smart. He knows things sometimes before they even happen, which is such a paranoid <laughs> thing to say about your pet cat. Yeah. Lorelai tells him, get a hold of yourself. <laughs> and uh, Kirk tells them it gets worse. He had to hot, try to hide from the cat by stripping naked, hiding under <laughs> water since cats are supposed to be afraid of water. But Kirk isn't. <laughs> Pat Kirk. Uh, he found him. He found it, power. It, he seemed to get stronger with the power of water. Which is such a, uh enchanting cat. I mean, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> a delight, truly. Makes, it makes me reconsider being and not being a cat person. I'm like, mm, yeah. Uh. <laughs> so after this delightful little exchange, Jess comes over to the table. He gives Rory like the most chaste peck in the world. Embarrassing lame <laughs> but i'm like <laughs> what is he supposed to do like her mom is staring at them he's he'll act like such a tough guy but then at the end of the day he's like whatever you'd like queen yeah oh yeah he's he's the <laughs> ultimate sub slash he literally oh that's so hot uh, i mean <laughs> he is so hot I, I would give anything to be a fly on the wall when they were dating oh my gosh well i okay. mean we basically are in this show <laughs> okay one i need to be in their private i need to be like a, a creepy Behind little stalker doors. yeah, yeah. Uh, one one side note who doesn't love a subservient man who is obedient and loyal for life and hottie i mean come mm-hmm. on hello flannel and then and also yeah. like hottie bad boy at the same time oh my god well, i mean i watched or i i I haven't kept up with it, but um, I've watched most of This Is Us pretty religiously. But just I started watching because he was in it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And he is so hot in that, too. What is that? This Is Us. What is that? (laughs) It's a TV show. It's on um, ABC. It's on on Toronto Live or something. (laughs) No, I actually (laughs) don't even know where we can watch it here because it's on Hulu in the US. But it's very good he plays like a dad in the 70s i think you'd like it it's yeah. definitely like it's a tearjerker oh i yeah. love tearjerkers mm-hmm. probably hard to find all those tvs behind the boxes of ketchup chips <laughs> yeah it's hard for us to really have any access to media up here um 
But yes. You're like all behind the maple syrup <laughs> yeah. and the ketchup. Behind shit. all that francophone culture, you can mm-hmm. find the TV. Yeah. It's in there somewhere. <laughs> but Jess comes over, joins them for dinner. And Jess is like, oh, I'm starving. And Luke says, well, you could have eaten earlier. And Jess is like, no, you told me not to eat because we were waiting for them. And Luke's like, what are you talking about? Like, no, I never said that. He's crazy. I never said that. Don't fucking listen to him. (laughs) My God. So they're about to dig in. Uh, Luke is like, oh, should we give thanks? And Jess says, for what? And Luke says that we're not (laughs) – crazy line – that we're not Native Americans who got their land stolen in exchange for smallpox infested blankets. And then they just quickly move right past yeah. it. Lorelai's like, amen to that. And yeah. they all they all kind of just shrug, go, eh. yeah. Clearly, literally the most insensitive part of the entire series. I was like, yeah. oh, holy shit. I yeah. was like, why bring it up, dog, if you're not going to like. Flip that thing and reverse <laughs> it if you're not going to help them. Come mm, on. Right. Yeah. So they like breeze right past that, start eating. And they kind of like talk about their days so far, the mar- the various Thanksgivings. And he's like, well, you guys, like, you should just have Cokes or something. Like, you don't have to eat this food. But they're like, no, 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 Luke, you're the main event today. And he is thrilled to hear this news. <laughs> he is yeah. so happy. His heart sings. Mm-hmm. So Rory compliments the yams and Lorelai asks for more marshmallows. So he goes off to get them and tells Jess to go refill the coffees while he does. So while the two ladies are alone for a moment, Lorelai's like, okay, Rory, that was kind of a lame-o kiss. <laughs> and Rory's like, mind your business. You know, I have trouble with public displays. And Lorelai's like, that's a load of crap. Like, I'm really paraphrasing, but she's like, you didn't have that problem with Dean. Mm-hmm. And Rory's like, well, I feel like everyone's watching me now. And she tells Lorelai. It is true. Yeah, everyone is. Stars Hollow runs like a reality show with the way everyone is talking. They're like eating popcorn. Mm-hmm. And Rory's like, I don't know how the second boyfriend thing is supposed to go. And she's like, it'll get easier. Like, you'll see hundreds of men in your life. <laughs> <laughs> and Rory's like, uh. Um, and I'm like, it's just three. It's yeah. just going to be three. It's just three. And that random guy, Paul, from A Year in the Life. So you fucking cheat on like so many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. Oh God! Don't get. I can't even. Hear, I can't think about yeah. Logan right now, or I'm gonna throw. <laughs> I can't. Up. Yeah. Logan is the third. Boyfriend. I'll like, get enraged. Yeah. Mm. They 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 did her so dirty. I okay. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm about to have that. <laughs> about to have an anger amulism or embolism, however you say. Ambulism. Yeah. yeah. Like, whatever. One of those. Mm-hmm. Lorelai says people will adjust to seeing her with Jess. And Rory's like, but what about Dean? And Lorelai's like, oh, well, he'll be moving on too. And Rory's like, oh, yeah. This has literally never like, occurred I to hate her. You. No. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> so Babette tells him goodbye. And on her way out, she's like, hey, Rory, that was one half-assed kiss earlier. <laughs> give him a little something. You and gotta Rory- <laughs> give him a little something. <laughs> <laughs> So what what a, what adult is suggesting this as you walk by out of a restaurant to a teenager? She's like the walking personification of a cigarette, and I love it. <laughs> the walking yeah, person. Yeah. Okay, give Babette more than that. She's more eclectic <laughs> than just being an ash. It's true. She is eclectic, and we yeah. kn- we know that from one of the first episodes when her cat dies and holds like cinnamon. In an- 
cinnamon. Yeah. And there's an entire funeral where everyone from the entire Stars Hollow Town is invited. Yeah. Lorelai literally doesn't go on a date with Max Medina because she has to go to Cinnamon's Wake. Yeah. So Rory tells Lorelai the whole town is watching. And like, that is true. Yeah. So now we go to the final Thanksgiving frontier, which is the Gilmore house, the dreaded grandparents. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Lori and Rory arrive at the Gilmore house and Rory asks if Laura is ready for this, even with the cold world. I didn't wait. I read that. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I have a little trouble. It's a little early for me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it is. Yeah. I was literally supposed to go to a company meeting before this, which they our business got robbed. So, didn't have thank to go. God, am I right? <laughs> Literally, though, thank God. I would, I would, I myself would have done anything uh, to have gotten out of this meeting. I Other told than them rob the store for legal reasons, <laughs> short of robbing the store. I told, I sent a group chat to all my managers saying I had the most important recording at nine a.m. <laughs> of, my life. of my life. I was being paid the most money I have ever gotten from a podcasting oh job. <laughs> to be featured on this podcast this morning and there was absolutely no way I couldn't do it and I said the meeting is at 9am and they said well the meeting ends at 9am so you can make it to your meeting I go there at 8.20 getting there early and they Mm. don't even bother to text me that the meeting has been cancelled because they have been robbed at gunpoint last night. How did you find out? I walked into the restaurant (laughs) and they they stopped me in the back part and say Hey, the meeting's been canceled. We were robbed at gunpoint last night. <laughs> so annoying. They could have given me that over text. <laughs> I have zero sympathy for this happening to them, only because it has happened to every they didn't other let single. You know. Yeah. It, no, but it has happened to every other business on the block in the last two months. Did you not think it was going to happen to you? Grow up. <laughs> Have a you're me- not the a main job. character. Yeah. You're not the main character. The main character is the guy with the Glock in the other business yes, who hasn't been robbed. Uh, yes. And also, like, <laughs> they just, there's just so much things they could have done to avoid this. You could have locked a door or something, maybe. I don't know. Like, Jesus. I'm sorry. It just enrages me. <laughs> don't wake me up this early. I don't get up for anyone except y'all. And it's Aww. just like... Uh, Thank you. Okay, so (laughs) rewind. Lorelai and Rory arrive at the Gilmore house, and Rory asks her if Lorelai is ready for this, even though uh, with the whole Cold War going on, which is the reference to the relationship of Mm. Lorelai and her mother. I wonder if they put Cold War in the Gilmore (laughs) house. Probably. I'm like, I think we know this one. Give it a look-see. So Lorelai says it's been going on for 34 years, which is kind of a hilarious Cold War sounding mm. reference. She yeah. can manage, especially because in the two hours, yes, two hours this night will be over and she won't have to see them again till next year. Start your stopwatch. She is excited and she's mm-hmm. pissed at her parents for trying to force uh, Rory into Yale because she just doesn't yeah. want that lifestyle. I'm like, what's no. that lifestyle? Like, why is she so mad? It's because it's like her grandparents. It's like a close association with the grandparents is what it like, is. Like, I know cognitively, but I'm like, 
Mo, Lorelei. I don't want to yeah. get too deep for you, but it, it, you know, it's all about class struggle. Actually, it's about uh, Lorelai doesn't want Rory to be a part of the bourgeoisie. That's so mm-hmm. true. So instead, she should go to Harvard, where there's no there's <laughs> yeah, no, no bourgeoisie. <laughs> <laughs> the very down to earth yeah, collected yeah. Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Well. I'm I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, so the girls are greeted by Emily and her classic cold demeanor. And Lorelai notices the piano player, and uh, she's like, "Who's that?" And she, they're just like, "Oh, that's Brad. I found him at Nordstrom's." Which she, she immediately goes back with saying, "Was he on sale?" <laughs> which killed me. Yeah. They head into the living room, which is very tense. Oh wait, also gotta say, uh. Emily says uh, the piano player can play anything and immediately Lorelai shouts hey Freebird classic douchebag move but like incredible (laughs) and um, they head into the living room it's incredibly intense between Lorelai Richard and Emily undertone and they Mm -hmm. introduce them to Natalie and Douglas Swoop who they already met at the auction. These names are killing me. Yeah. But then we have the two most uh, incredible extras in all of Gilmore Girls, Klaus and Monique Glimico. It's Claude. Yeah, that was uh, a typo on my, on my hand. Yeah. Well, how dare you make me spit <laughs> misinformation about Gilmore Girls? It's not close. I'm going to end up Claude, on some actually. fake news website. They're gonna, if I post right. this on Instagram, they're going to say this has not been verified. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, so um, Claude and Monique, I mean, they are two crazy French sons of bitches. Uh, so Richard talk. <laughs> Richard talks about how he loves when the okay this last name Clemenceau. Clem- Clemenceau. Yeah. My name is French and you're Canadian, <laughs> so one of us should be able to say it. Come yeah. to visit because uh, the, it lets them haul out his old rusty French, which is like since Monique doesn't speak a lick of English, which the husband immediately apologizes for. And then um, Cloud asks Rory if she speaks uh, French, which she replies, un petit peu. And uh, also asks Lorelai, <laughs> and she says she only knows, voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? Which immediately after she says it out loud, Emily and Richard are go, oh, oh my God. Oh, you, and she's like, it's just you a rascal. joke. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then uh, Cloud and Monique are whispering to each other, and then they go, <laughs> and uh, and Monique and uh, Cloud goes, "Oh, it's just a pop song." Oh, uh, Monique just explained <laughs> it to me. Monique goes, "Lady Marmalade" in the most terrible <laughs> accent, and uh, so good. And so Lorelai's like, uh, "I could use a martini uh, mm. to, you know, kind of loosen the situation up." Dad makes her a dry martini. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Douglas is like, anyways, uh, Clemenceau's, is this your first Thanksgiving? Everyone gets to talking about how, like, this holiday is about giving thanks and, like, thinking about the good things in your life, blah, blah, blah. And Claude says that he starts each day giving thanks to Cuban cigars, French champagne, and gorgeous women. And he must give extra thanks for the extraordinary group here. I'm like, this is a swingers French, event, right? <laughs> How dare they invite Rory and Lorelai? I'm like, the French are perverts. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but my favorite is that Lorelai just goes, 
Douglas, Richard, leave us, won't you? And I was like, love it. Yeah, exactly. So Emily or um, oh Natalie, Natalie, Natalie. Um, Douglas's wife is like, oh, Lorla, you have your mother's wit. And Emily is like, yeah, I wish she'd give it back sometimes. I was like, <laughs> oh, the banter, delicious. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> So dinner starts, everyone sits down, and they bring out this, like, gorgeous turkey, and Richard stands up, he carves the per- the first piece, he hands it off, and they take the entire turkey back, they take the little plate with his one piece of turkey on it, and Lorelai's like, hey, what the hell was that? And they tell her it was strictly ceremonial, and they're like, ceremonial? Ceremonial. Ceremonial. <laughs> and, the French pronunciation got me so <laughs> Yeah. And Lorelai's like, is there anything ceremonial about the salads? Should we cut a little crouton and they take the salads away? <laughs> and Emily's like, all right, eat your fucking salad. <laughs> um, Emily goes on to talk about how the girls can eat anything at this point because they've had so many other Thanksgiving dinners. And Rory's like, there's still room. And Lorelai's like, even if there isn't, we'll add on. I know a great contractor. <laughs> the, <laughs> this really tickles Claude. Yeah. <laughs> He's like so enthused. I'm like, this is the interesting, this is the most interesting woman you've ever met. Like, yeah. who do you hang out with? <laughs> <laughs> so Natalie starts talking to Rory about college and her applications because their grandson is going through the same thing. And he just got rejected for early admission to Stanford. And Loser. It was like a huge blow. <laughs> Fuck I- it, yeah. <laughs> Can't even get into Stanford. <laughs> Fucking yeah. idiots. Embarrassing. <laughs> Seriously, I went to Harvard, but I, that's neither here. Yeah, that's yeah. just me. <laughs> that's just me. I, I got in first try. Yeah. <laughs> Harvard Medical. Um, nice. Yeah. No, first undergrad. No undergrad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was weird how the college works for me. Um <laughs> And Rory's like, I applied to Harvard, but I haven't heard back yet. And they're like, what are your alternatives? And she's like, well, I'm pretty much counting on Harvard. Shut the fuck Bro, up. Bro, what? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And I think Natalie is like, oh, but Chilton wouldn't allow you to just apply to one school, right? And Lorelai's like, is that true? And Rory's like, um, pretty much. Yeah. And that's when Rory has to admit that she also applied to Princeton and Yale. Uh, <laughs> record scratch. Only the Northeast. <laughs> Only the Northeast for her. Do you yeah. a gunshot noise at that point? <laughs> 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 um, and like, she's shocked. She yeah. does, she's like flabbergasted. Richard is over the freaking moon here yeah just is so excited grinning ear to ear meanwhile lorelei thinks that richard put her up to this but he says it's the first he's hearing of it they haven't discussed it since that impromptu yale visit slash meeting with the dean that was mm-hmm. not told yeah, about the before. ambush yeah. Ambush. Classic ambush uh, mm-hmm. in the dictionary. Lorelai says he forced her hand by making it seem like the, it, the, he'd be deeply hurt if she didn't apply there. Which also, this family runs on guilt and shame. Yeah. Uh, it's the name of the game. That's how they control each yeah. other. So yeah. uh, 
it's pretty fucked up. Richard says that it was no secret that he wanted her to go there, but it instead of Harvard. And Rory says that he didn't force her hand, that she just needed a backup with Yale and she could live at home. And, you know, like, again, like Lorelai is like taking this news, like hearing about a national tragedy. Like she's right. so upset. Yeah. Um. Finally, uh, Lorelai thinks that Emily put it up to Rory and said to Lorelai on the tour, which is like, again, no. And Rory says she did, figured it out on her note, her own, and that she can read a map. Lorelai is fucking pissed. Emily tells her she's been paranoid. So, like, they go outside, or I guess they haven't gone at this point. Lorelai says she is not 17 anymore, and Rory was going... Wait. Sorry, I'm having She says she's stroke. not paranoid, yeah. Yeah. Tells her she's not paranoid and that for 17 years, Rory was going to Harvard, and suddenly now she's applying to Yale, and, and this is mimicking everything you say. This is crazy. And then leaves the room, like, stands up and, like, gets out very dramatic i'm like trade dramatique yeah. like there are gusts here i mean yeah. really though it's kind of selfish like you want to act uh act a little more You're respectful ruining everyone's thanksgiving dinner <laughs> my thanksgiving's for i mean there's like two things that are always certain if there's a town event somebody's getting publicly humiliated mm-hmm. and if there are guests in the presence of the gilmores they're going to get into a fight yeah, yeah. no right. matter what never gonna be a normal party there hello no. So we then go onto the patio. Emily follows Lorelai and tells Lorelai that it's just an alternative to Harvard. It's a backup and it changes nothing. And I think Emily is actually being like very, being very nice, nice about this because mm-hmm. she's not forcing anything on Rory the way that like Richard tried to. She's just like, yeah, it's there if you need it. But like if she wants to go to Harvard, great. But Lorelai is like, mom, I don't want to talk. I just need time to digest this. And then Emily says, you can't let Rory have one piece of our lives, even if it's her choice. You hate us that much. And I'm like, true. <gasps> Damn. True. Damn. Because if we remember also when they had the Yale visit, mm-hmm. they were getting along swimmingly. They like it was were. a really rare, nice day for Richard and Emily and Rory and Lorelai. Like yeah. it was a really nice time. They were drinking, they were tailgating. It was a whole moment. I think that's another. Oh, yeah, that is another episode when Rory's at uh, Yale. But they were like doing the campus tour, and Richard was like, "Oh, this is where I Emily breaks to Emily. her skirt, and then Lorelai helps, helps her with like a paper clip. Yeah, like it was a really nice family event. And Emily is also mad at Richard when he like Shanghai's Rory. Yeah, I mean yeah. that was a, a low blow. Yeah, we cut back to the Kim house. The guests are filing out, and Dave begins packing up his stuff to leave too. And Mrs. Kim comes up to him. She's like, you did a good job. Thank you for your time. And he's like, oh, you're welcome. You know, I enjoyed it. And she gives him some leftovers and payment for his time. And Dave leaves. And then Lane notices (laughs) that he forgot his Bible. And she's like, oh, mama, uh, Dave forgot his Bible. I'm going to just run it out to him. And Mrs. Kim is like, stop. Give it to me. (laughs) And she gives her the Bible she opens it up and it's like this Bible belongs to God, but is being used by Dave Rogowski or something. <laughs> Classic cute line. <laughs> that was so amazing. And the so details. She, she uh, Mrs. Kim closes the Bible and says, okay, go give it to him. 
it's okay which is like <laughs> and uh lane rushes out down the sidewalk and dave is already waiting for her because she's like kind of looking for him and she apologizes that like oh i'm sorry that you had to play for five hours with no break and he's like uh, it's okay my hands are a little numb but now i have these kurt cobain calluses and she says the whole charade was too much to put him through but he says actually he got three other calls for paying gigs and mrs kim even paid him a generous 20 dollars for five hours, five hours. wow some i thought they said 40 is it 20 it's 20 it was 20 yeah it was wild i mean come on 40 doesn't even make sense for five hours what are we yeah. paying like i know what is this being converted from rubles i'm so confused <laughs> Uh, he says he'll put it forward to their first date, which is an Aww. incredibly cute line. Aww. And then Lane asks him, even after all the hymns, the weak punch, the crabby Koreans, he still wants to go out with her. And they just like so sweetly and anticipated kind of look, just nods and then kisses her. And like, <sighs> you're like, oh, why couldn't you end up with him instead of Zach? Dave is a respectful king i love him dave so went much. to college he was like i gotta get out of this one horse town move to california baby uh, yeah california. he was nominated for uh our respectful king last year and did not win but i'm hopeful that he's gonna take the title this year that's so funny because last year he was nominated as number one cutie on my uh, top 10 uh, celebrities I have crushes on list. Oh my gosh. See, this is why you got to watch The O.C. Oh, yeah. Have you have you not seen The O.C.? I've only seen 20 minutes of the first episode. Oh, oh come on. But, uh, but Chuck, you'd love it. I know yeah. I would love it. And I also know what's it's the, only four seasons, too. What's the, what's the main girl's actress? Misha, Misha Barton. Barton. I know Misha Barton. I know she... Uh, in the show and I'm like really excited for I know the whole plot line about that and it like ties in with her oh wait 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 don't tell me any more spoilers she's never this is her first I, watch I, I'm not finished watching whoopsie sorry I'll, I'll bleep it out in post in case anyone else is watching for the first time okay so we're to you're yeah. yeah but you should you should watch the oc i think you'd really like it oh I, i'm gonna watch it it's it's a, it's on my list gossip girl was such an amazing uh revelation mm -hmm. i'm sure the oc will it really show me a whole new way of life yeah definitely so we cut back to rory and lorelei they're walking home lorelei basically says she knows that wherever rory is going to go to school like it's going to be great and she'll come out awesome she just like wishes that her head could have a conversation with her gut because in her gut she like hates it when her parents get involved with anything just to like remind her that it's going to be okay and it's not the end of the world. So they keep walking and they pass by Suki's front yard where everyone is blackout. Everybody is wasted. Yeah. And Suki is so fucked up. We have some phenomenal drunk acting from Melissa McCarthy and she talks about how, like, they deep fried everything. She's in a great mood. And she's like, oh, yeah, I, I already went through the five stages of grief. Denial, anger. I don't remember these two, but they were served on the rocks with salt. And, like, kicks her, like, <laughs> <in> the air. <laughs> she's Possibly. like, now I'm just happily enscotched in uh, acceptance. 
<laughs> and Lorelai asks what happened over there because there's a giant fucking scorch mark in the yard. Oh my God. Suki's like, oh yeah, they accidentally set the lawn on fire, but it's all good because Phil says it's supposed to grow back twice as lush. And then she's like yelling over at Phil and she's like, but that's what he said when he broke my salad bowl that I brought back from Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm like, what's so good about this salad bowl from Belgium? Right? Oh, wow. I'm like, tell me the deeds. <laughs> and, and then, then she- she's she's like laughing and she's like, am I crying or laughing? And Lorelai says laughing and she's like, good. So <laughs> good. Rory then gets like a text or a page or something from Lane that just says uh, Bible kiss Bible. <laughs> so... A little reference to our Dave and Lorelai asks Suki if she'll be okay. Like, you're going to go to bed soon, right? And she's like, yeah, 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 totally. So they start heading off and Rory is like, oh, poor Suki. And Lorelai is like, don't worry. She's not going to remember a thing tomorrow. Yes. So cut back to Luke's. We're doing a little wrap up tour Mm -hmm. and (laughs) Jess takes out the trash and tells Luke that he needs more bins because there's literally not enough trash bins for Mm -hmm. the trash and he's like go throw them in taylor's trash it'll drive him crazy and rory and lorelei come up they're like hi 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 lorelei asks luke for coffee rory walks over to jess and like kisses him passionately oh my god like Uh, you know really gives him a little something yeah he even (laughs) drops the garbage bag i was like oh hot yeah literally amazing he's so strong and uh (laughs) (laughs) the way he lifted that garbage bag i mean he's like literally so strong i'm like like, damn like like, i hope he takes me <laughs> like Bible kiss Bible. I want to be that garbage. Yeah, I want to be in that trash garbage bag. bag. Kiss <laughs> trash bag. That's what I want. <laughs> right. That's what I want to see. Um. So they just kiss passionately, and then she leaves, and she's like, "Later." And then Jess picks up his garbage bag and turns around. Fucking Dean, Dean is like Jump standing scare. there, looking at like his six five stature. He has like shoulders up, arms out. Do you think the yeah. actor really is that tall? He is tall. He's pretty tall. Yeah, Milo Ventimiglia, I think, is only like 5'7". He's a freak. He's disgusting. <laughs> Wait, my, Jess, the actor that plays Jess is only 5'7"? Yeah, I think Yikes. so. Yikes. Romance revoked. So Jared Padalecki is 6'4". Whoa. Dean is cute, but Jess is cuter. He's 5'9", sorry. Apologies. But okay. that means he's probably 5'7". Oh, wow. I couldn't imagine being taller than Jess in a relationship where we're dating. Yeah. So, it's a pretty big thought. How tall are you? 5'9". So you're probably like around the same height. Yeah. I just always subtract a little bit for celebrity heights if they're like right. below 6'4". Because I'm like, you're lying. <laughs> right. Yeah. Any celebrity who says, I'm six feet tall. I'm like, you're 5'9". Five five <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so... Uh, yeah, Dean is hulking and skulking, and he's like, you got anything to say, Jess? And Jess is like, hey, no. <laughs> I'm I'm good, homie. And he's like, oh, I thought that when me and Rory broke up, I would stay out of everyone's way, but now there's nothing holding me back. Yeah, there's like this whole exchange <laughs> it's where so he's, weird. he's like trying to get Jess to like hit him he's like antagonizing him and jess is like no dude i'm not gonna do that because if i do like 
Rory's going to think it's my fault. So just go home and give it a rest. And Dean gets like so fucking snippy. And he's like, oh, Rory's got a nice little hold on you now, doesn't she? Dude, How does it feel? His, I was his, like, his male inferiority uh, complex mm-hmm. is so insane. He is the most toxic male. I'm like, he's like classic textbook misogynist. He's just like trying to start a fight. Like, get a fucking grip, bro. Mm-hmm. But he's like, I'm such a nice guy. Like, I'm such a good guy. And I'm like, no, you're not. No. He is not. He's, yeah. And I do love that Jess is like, oh, yeah, it feels like I'm with Rory and you're not. Get the fuck That's out the of here, bro. <laughs> I hate, like, he's such a douchebag. Like, how dare you disrespect Rory? Anyway, gets me heated. Um, We flash back at the diner, and it is at the counter. Um, Luke asks the girls how they want the four dinners went, but Lorelai says they actually only ended up having three, but actually they only ended up having two. They did not eat any of fucking fried turkey. Do not lie. (laughs) Rory then points out that means they didn't have to skip the rolls. <gasps> and um he's like Luke is like, why? You why you don't have room. You don't there's no way. And they're like, well can we please have something for the walk home? Like it would just be <laughs> so uh they get the bag uh they secured the bag, a bag of rolls. Literally. And they uh hand it to her and they start walking away. Yeah. And as the girls are walking home, Lorelai's like, wow, this was a nice Thanksgiving. Nicer for some than others, though. And as they walk past the gazebo, they're like, good night, Kirk, who is sleeping <laughs> on the bench because his home is no longer safe. Because yeah. of Cat Kirk. It's Cat Kirk's home now. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what can't you do at this gazebo? Yeah, Loiter. you can get married there. You can get married, yeah. Married, you, can, um, you can be proposed to You can to buy there. a picnic basket there. What festival there. do they not have there either? Yeah. Uh, okay, well, that was a glorious uh, trip down Gilmore Girl Lane. It was really wonderful to see y'all too. Yeah, it's a, it's a great episode. We get to see all of our characters. We get to hop around. It's a great time. We got all the main ones in there too. Yeah. It's like Lane, Jess... Uh, Madeline and Louise Paris even mm-hmm. makes a cameo. Yeah, I I missed Mrs. Uh, what is the drama? The dance instructor, Miss Patty. Miss Patty, Patty yeah. was not around. I was surprised she wasn't in there. Mm-hmm. I feel like she could have been a patron at Luke's. Yeah, definitely. We were missing Taylor. We were missing mm, Michelle. True. Oh, that's true. Michelle was not featured in this entire episode. Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. Ugh. Wait, was he oh, no, not he's, he's in the Independence when he goes in the kitchen? Yeah, he's there. Oh, briefly. So briefly. We usually yeah, get so a, brief, yeah. a, a not much enough. more funny retort. Yeah. Just Never. a deeper Michelle. <laughs> 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 okay, well, um, I got to go to eat somewhere that's not my job <laughs> since I, I eat there every day, <laughs> but they got robbed, so they can't serve me food. Well, before we let you go, can you tell the people where to find you, where to follow you? Yes. Yeah, so um, I live in Louisiana, if you want to find me. Um, <laughs> if I, you want to stop my guy. No, 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 I'm kidding. Um, so... I do live in New Orleans, but um, I am on Seeking Derangements. It's a podcast featuring Bidmora and Hessa, uh, Claire Pinay, uh, Denae. Uh, that's like a full name there, a kind of shrunken one. But anyway, listen to me on Seeking Derangements, and uh, that's oh, and listen to me on Mixcloud, 
look up DJ Sensitive J O C K. I have three hundred and ninety something mixes up. Oh my gosh! Of every recording you could think of. So Incredible. go check it out. You made us an MTRU pod mix yes. once, yeah. and it was really dope. Yeah, uh, it was a mix I made right before meeting up with y'all. Incredible. Yeah, we'll, we'll have it all linked. So definitely go check it out. And if you want to follow us, you always can at Movies That Raised Us on Instagram. You can follow us at MTRU underscore pod on Twitter if it still exists by the time we release this episode. Who knows? I know. Um, you can follow us on TikTok at Movies That Raised Us Pod. And you can always send us a good old fashioned email at Movies That Raised Us at gmail.com. Do you have any feedback? Do you want to be an intern? Please email us if you want to be an intern at movies that raised us at gmail.com. Beautiful. And we will see you next week for another movie. Yay. I'm Mo. And I'm Christina. And our theme song is by Garrett Schmidt. Bye. Bye.